welcome to Emma's podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about what makes your company a great place to work. This is an interesting subject, so let's get started. Many times, I have been asked this question, what makes a company a great place to work at? Every year, we see a list on the media of the best companies to work for. This year, Amazon has taken first place over Google. Companies who have perks like free lunches, shorter weeks, and work remotely can be attractive to future employees. But it isn't necessary what keeps your employee happy and staying longer. The billion-dollar companies who have amenities that small companies can compete with are very attractive. But if we remove those amenities, what are the basics employee needs in order to stay in your company? A company that actually lives by their core values. I have seen companies changing their core values every year like you would change your socks daily. These companies do not follow nor live by their own values. Employees do not support this kind of environment, especially when management and the company's owners are not following their own mission statements. People will be inclined to stay in a company that has integrity. If a company doesn't inspire their employees by listening to them or supporting their employee to accomplish their work, this company doesn't have the innovative spirit that will motivate their employees to go beyond their duties. Trusting your employees by giving them more autonomy. Employees should be able to work on-site or remotely, coming at regular hours and leaving when it's needed. Employee acknowledgement and recognition is essential to a good working environment. I have seen in small and large corporations individuals being recognized that did not contribute to the company's overall success. On the other hand, I have seen individuals going beyond the call of duty, accomplishing amazing things that should have been recognized. But they got passed over because the managers did not like that individual. The managers felt they were a threat because the manager knew that the passed over individual could do the manager's job. Recognition and acknowledgement should be based on work accomplishment not who you like or do not like or who you go to lunch with. Compensation. If a company doesn't give an early raise to their employees, it is most likely employees will leave. Any knowledgeable manager should know the cost of living goes up and it is necessary to give salary increases to the employees so they can maintain their current expenses. But in this essay, I must state there are employees that should not get increased compensation because they do not do their job. They are the employee who should walk out the door. If schedule raises are not the policy of a company, this is not a good company to be working for. There are some president of companies who do not give annual raises to their employee, but instead taking lavish vacation with their entire family. Not a lot of people would like to work with this kind of individual. Running a company can be challenging. But if you treat your employees poorly by not providing the support they need to do their jobs, have a culture of openness, communication, positivity, living by your core values, 
taking into account the cost of living and being open to acknowledge employees based on their work, you're going to continue to lose people who could help you to move your company to the next level. If you're a company owner or CEO of a company, you always have a choice. Your company is the reflection of who you are. It always starts with you, then trickles downwards. My question for you is, your company a great place to work? What is your company? Is it a good company to work? Do you feel supported? Have you been promoted lately? Do you feel that your raise is matching what you have been accomplished at work? In many circumstances, and I've been hearing it lately, people who have been asking me, I've not had a race for the past two years. I'm not asking. I just feel that they're spending money elsewhere. What can I do? You can always talk to your managers, and it happened that in some cases, people talk to managers, but somehow they cannot get raises. If you feel that you're struggling at home because making hands meet is becoming difficult, it would be probably better for you to look for another company that actually can pay you your fair salary than continue to struggle or take another job on the side just to make hands meet. In the U.S., it is not an obligation for the employees to give raises on a yearly basis, but you do know if you want to keep your employees happy, you need to make an effort to give it to them something. I understand that in some in some circumstances, you can see a company will fluctuate on their goals from year to year. It depends on the market, what's going on around the world, demand for your product or your services. But a fair salary is something that is important for everybody because everybody should have a raise. Now it depends on how you're performing. If you're performing poorly, well, you should not get a 2 or $3 or 10 or 20 30% raises. You should be reflecting on what you actually have accomplished. When you're looking at environment as well, what makes a great company is to have communication. Communication is the number one issue for every single company that I have seen. Nobody communicates. If you don't communicate between individuals, you are not helping each other. Some people think by withholding information, you're more powerful. You have the hold and you're in control of everything. As a matter of fact, you are not in control. You are now negatively damaging the company because you're not helping anyone to get anything else done. I have seen this playing in big corporation and small too in both cases, and it never plays out well. Withholding information is the most damaging thing you can do to yourself and the company. Openness, openness to hear, to listen when employees are talking to you. If there is issue arising, you need to be taken care of instead than brushing it away and hoping it will disappear by magic. Listen when people are talking to you because this is extremely important for you to move forward and as well as your company. An employee who's not being heard will be somebody who will become disgruntled, frustrated, and unhappy. And most likely somebody who's not going to stay in your company because of the lack of listening to them. You need to be able to provide a good work environment. I know there is some days it's more difficult than others, but it doesn't mean like you need to run it like boot camps. We're not in the military here. We're a civilian world. You need to be open. You need to have the communication. And I wanted to talk about as well 
as work hours. Expecting an employee to work 14 to 16 hours a day just because you needed it, it's not a good thing. It's burnout with the employee, especially when they are not recognized at the end of the day or neither get a thank you. Work and balance is something that is important for individuals and we are starting to be more aware of it for the past, I would say, six, seven years. There is a trend that started in regards of being able to balance home and work. Pushing people to work such long hours is not the best way to run your company. Having the capability to have somebody who can work one day remotely is a good thing. I have worked when I was in corporate, four days in the office and uh, Friday I was working at home, which was absolutely wonderful. Some individuals are very good at doing that. And when I talk working, it's you're on your computer from, well, let's say 7 o'clock in the morning till 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But So being able to combine this or give the flexibility to work before 10 instead than 5 days, which can be even better. So we're talking about the raised. We're talking about the work from home remotely. Acknowledgement. This is a biggie as well, because we all want to be acknowledged at one point and another. You don't need to have a parade coming down the aisle and just pull the red carpet. But a thank you, a recognition of some kind, get a gift card, a $10 or $15 gift card, just Acknowledge the work that has been done. It is detrimental when individuals are not being acknowledged for their work. It boosts your spirit when somebody comes to you and say, you know what, Paul, you did an awesome job. Thank you so much You help us on that project. I am very pleased about it. It's awesome. Thank you. Continue the good work. It doesn't hurt. You just give a positive acknowledgement to this individual who has worked on a project while the sometimes have been able to deliver it before the milestone date. And you're like, thank you. That is what people want to see. The problem in acknowledgement that I am seeing is some individual would not acknowledge everybody. What do I mean by that? Well, my friend Barb, I'm going to acknowledge her because you know what? She's my bestie. We always chat and we're getting so well together and we go get coffee and we do things outside of work. This is not a great way to acknowledge people. It should be based on their performances, not who you like, who you're hanging with, who you get along with. You are not going to get along with everybody. You're going to have close relationship with some people and some you're not because you don't have things in common. This is how things in life is. But when you are only focusing on the facts, so if Barb is just hanging with you, don't do much because she's your bestie. She doesn't have to do much. But Jane, he is doing a lot of work on her corner and do such a great job. Jane should be acknowledged, not Barb. And a lot of people are not doing this. And it is something that should be corrected because acknowledgement for a good, well-done job can boost people's spirits. And that's what it should be. This is something that managers need to be aware of it. Most of them forgot about it. 
because it feels like we're in high school and I have my clique and I ignore everybody else's. So that's something that you should be sensitive about it to do not pass over individuals who actually are doing a good job, are actually smarter, maybe smarter than you. Who cares if they're smarter than you? You're the manager. So don't be threatened because you have somebody who's that smart. When I lead projects, I had uh, from IT projects and development and I needed on softwares and websites. I work with people who were that smart. It was amazing. Learn a lot from those guys as well. But I took them as the experts, the key experts, those key people that helps you to be successful. And I always make sure when I was done with everything that everybody, when the projects was done and released and it was perfect and everything was successfully done, I acknowledge every single individual. Why? Because they did the job. Even though I was the lead on that, I acknowledge everybody. So their manager, my manager, the people above me knew who were the key people. And they were acknowledged because they need to be acknowledged. That's the minimum you can do. It's acknowledge them for good job done. That is something, managers, you need to think about it. When we are talking about trusting, you need to be able to trust and be trusted. That is something that is critical when we work in companies. If you're a manager and navigates through murky waters who as an example, will not be truthfully, who always do things pretty much shady, you're not going to be trustworthy. People are not going to trust you. You need to be honest. And sometimes being honest can be hard because if somebody asks for something and you know the answer is negative, you're going to have to deliver it. If it's positive, you deliver it. But if it's negative, you're going to have to. You have to be honest with individuals because if you want to work in a trustworthy environment and being in a good place and think your company is a great place to work, you need to be truthfully and honest. If you're not, this is not a good place to work because I will not trust you if you're not telling me the truth. Be authentic. Be grounded. If, let's say, the, uh, the company is encountering some financial difficulties, don't say to everybody, oh, everything is fantastic. Well, we're making money when, in fact, you don't. Well, be honest. Just say, well, right now we're in difficulties. We have some bump in the road. Sales are not that great, but I'm sure if we focus on uh, new projects, and get something going, we could uh, meet our goals. But be realistic. Stop to withhold information. I have seen it in companies that all of a sudden you had a flow of communication and all of a sudden everything stopped. And you're like, okay, do I work for the NSA right now? Because somehow everything, all the communication went, whoops, nothing. Nothing filtered. You leave your employees in the dark and nobody knows nothing. I can guarantee it makes an environment of not trustworthy. You're looking at each other and it's like, okay, something is fishy. What's going on? Is the company in dire problem of financial issues? What is going on? Be open. Be open to just say, well, you know, this is the market. We're going up, we're going down, but we're going to make it. Let's stay positive and focused. Let's see what we can do. And when you do that as well, 
you can realize that maybe there is some projects you were not aware of and an employee will come to you and just say, hey, I have a new idea. Why don't we do this? Why don't we, instead of doing this, why don't we do a marketing campaign for something? Why don't we advertise this? Why don't we make our presence into Facebook, into Twitter? Why don't we do things that will keep the attention toward our company, sending good messages that will attract the right customers. That is something you could do if you're open and you're communicating. Now, if you are an employee that is, again, not transparent, not trustworthy, I will be the manager. I will not send you back home work remotely. I will be watching closely what you're doing because, again, you need that trust. And the trust goes both ways. It goes if the employee is kind of a little shady saying, well, I'm going to work remotely and end up on the golf course playing 18 holes at 10 o'clock in the morning when he needs to be on his computer. Mm, is not good. So again, be transparent. If you cannot work remotely, maybe do a 410, ask for a 410 if you can, or you can ask to work uh, half day on Fridays and work longer during the week. So you can have your afternoon off and you'll be fine. But if you're not that trustworthy or you feel your employee is not trustworthy for some unknown reason, follow your gut. Again, it has to be based on facts. It's not, well, I don't like that person, so I don't trust that person. You need to figure out why don't you trust that person. Is that person lying to you and you're starting to realize they don't do their job? What is going on? So again, trust works both ways. When you're looking at... CEO and company owners, and that's another thing too, if, and it's really something that you need to be aware of, especially when you own your company. You own your company, you do whatever you want, but you need to remember that if you don't give any raises to your employees, but decide to have a lavish trip, let's say in Greece with your entire family, or you go to the Cayman Island, or you're going to go to Phuket in Indonesia, or you're going to go to lavish, expensive vacations on a yearly basis, at least twice a year, and you don't give raises to your employee, you know what? I don't think a lot of employees going to want to stick around. You need to be fair. And I have known some owners of companies that would rather pay somebody five cents than giving them a raise and have not done raises for people for several years. Again, in the U.S., there is no law that prohibits you to do not give raises to your employees unless unless if it's in their contracts. But again, you pay what you get, you get what you paid for, and you are setting up a reputation and a bad example for your companies. You are the face of your company. Your company is an extension of you. And somebody who has a reputation to do not pay well their employees will not attract the right person for their company. Neither will they retain the best people for that company. Some people will stay there because they feel they are stuck there. They cannot go anywhere because they they feel they are all too old or there's too many competition or they feel that there is nothing out there because they've been conditioned to think that there is nothing out there better for them, which is a smooth screen of lies. But you are the reflection of your company. So when you're acting this way, your management will basically adapt 
your rudeness, your skills to what you are showing them. Being rude, mean, a grunge is not going to help your company. Your company wants to expand and grow. You need to spend a little to get a lot. Now, let me give you another example of not what to do. You have a company, let's say you have a company A, and two years ago, you blow your goal on making the targeted amount you wanted for your company. And you're so happy and life is absolutely wonderful. And you're like, wow, I am rolling like there is no tomorrow. Then you decide the following year that because you made such a good goal and you went beyond the goal you had set up that, hey, I'm rolling in the dough. Then the following year, you decide that you want to move. So you you don't have a full extensive view of how much it will cost you to move and change locations. But hey, you made good money, so you think you're rolling in the dough, and wow, we're going to be expanding, and we are going to design our offices as beautiful than we can. It's just fantastic. You're spending too much money. The problem is, is that year is not a great year. Somehow, your sales are plumbing it down, but you are moving with your company. You overspend. You have vacation planned that year and you're not going to cancel them either. And you're supposed to give a raise to your employees. You don't get any raises to your employees that year. Money is not good. Nothing is coming in and you lost about $5 million just in revenue. You let go of some of your people, but to to move and shake things up, you hire people for a higher salary who are not helping your company. And at the end, you are faking it, meaning you're going to decide to hire people to show that you not only move to a new location and you're doing very well, that because you're doing very well, you're hiring people to work there. Come this year, money is still not coming in. You are still faking it and you're going to continue to hire people knowingly you are working at last hmm. and again this year you're not giving any raises to anyone how do you think it feels your employee inside of your company gonna start to look into the sky and say what is wrong with this so we move to an expensive location we have fancy new offices you hired people but you still don't give them raises. And that's three years in a row. But again, this year, you're going to take some lavish time off with your family to go to expensive Caribbean. That doesn't sit well with employees. The other thing is pretending and faking and trying to show people that you are making money and you're just a first-class company. It will not work as much as you think it is because i will say by year end this is what is going to mostly happen you're going to continue to work at loss and this time you're going to have to get rid of people probably maybe somebody from management somebody who makes a six figure because you think by doing this you're going to save money and you're probably going to remove a key person which is again going to be working against you so as owner of companies you need to be cautious of what you're doing even though it's your company it reflects on who you are and how the company works. People are sensitive to that when they're hearing few things coming in and out. You cannot seal everything, but people are figuring out very quickly if you're a good company or not, if you are making the goals, reaching your goals. 
trying to show people by hiring when you're in losses and when you don't even need some of those people in your company is not going to help you. Having the illusion to spend a little to get more, you need to be wise when you're doing this. Spending a little is not meaning I'm going to hire 200 people to make it believe that we are all busy and life is wonderful. Spending a little will be investing on product, on, I will say, on software, on something that will help your company. Because let's say if you have an old software that runs your company for your ERP system and you're not upgrading it, you're not going to get good data mining when you need it. Extracting data can be a key to help you to gain the money. And it helps the people working in the company. Because if you don't update those old softwares, I'm sorry, the caveman time, it's over. You need to move quicker. You need to get things done faster. You cannot continue to painstakingly get information which could take you like a second by a click of a button and it takes you three to four hours. Investing and spending the money wisely doesn't mean you need to show off and say, wow, you know, Asia did such a good job. I made four million more than I was expecting. It's absolutely great. But don't go and spend it out on trying to, oh, I'm going to change location because I want to show off people Then I have great offices. This can wait. You could wait a year or two and plan it accordingly. The result of expenses and overhead when you do these kind of things, you need to think twice before you get that bright idea to be a show-off, especially when you don't have people coming in your offices and visiting you. That is the irony. If you cannot afford it right away, just do the scouting. Just see around what you've got and plan and ask the universe for help. The universe is always there to help. But don't decide because you want to show off on people you're doing so well, then you're going to splurge yourself on some spending that could have been done. That spending, the money you just spent unwisely could have been done and give it to employees as a raise. That's what you have to think of. Moving to a new location, unless you're under a bridge, that doesn't require you to do it right away. Do, do it in a smart way. That's what you got to do. And again, look at the software you're having in your company. Is it the right software you're using for your ERP? Are you, um, do you have good computers? Do you have good servers? Look at something that people need. Imagine you have a server that goes up and down every five minutes. Then you basically try to uh, send to your manufacturer, uh, to the floor, orders. But you can't because the system is down again. It's like a yo-yo. It's very difficult for people to work in such a great environment when they don't have the right support. So help your people by doing things wisely. Yes, you need to spend a little to get a lot. I absolutely agree. But do it in a wise way. Is my ego telling me that I want to show off the rest of the world that I'm doing well, so I'm going to splurge on things? Or is my spirit telling me, well, you know what? We need to replace our server. We need to upgrade our software. What will be the best software? Don't spend money unnecessarily and unwisely just because you think you're in a state of dire needs. Do it with the right people, with your key people. If you have individuals inside of your company that can help you to think through and walk you through to get the right software, whatever is needed, a new place, whatever, 
Utilize those individuals because those are your key people who will help you. But don't run like with your ego and just say, well, you know what? I want to splurge on things. I want to do this because your mistakes cost a lot of money. And I have seen individuals spending millions of dollars wasting money on things that never worked. And that money could have been used wisely on application, hardware, raises, other things that was necessary to help every individual to do their job properly. You're never going to make people happy, no matter what. But you need systems and you need consistency. If you don't have it, it is extremely difficult for people to do their job. And this is not a great place to work because I'm going to tell you, you can offer every Friday's lunches to anyone if the individuals cannot get into the software and do their job properly but being frustrated, do you think they're going to continue to work for you? No, they're not. They're going to be frustrated. You cannot get things done. You cannot get your sales. You cannot get anything done properly. How can you be a trailblazer, somebody who's successful, if everything you touch or you're trying to do your job is becoming difficult? We have enough difficulties in our lives. We don't need to go to work and make it even worse than being frustrated for eight plus hours because we cannot get our job done. So as owner of companies, think about it. You want to be a leader in your field? Fantastic. Good for you. But do it the smart way. Don't surround with yourself with people who talk too much, but then don't deliver. Use people who are wise. And most people who are wise are inside of your company. That is something you need to know. And it doesn't matter if you like that person or not. If they have the knowledge and help you, listen to them. Communication. Again, my favorite word, communication. So if somebody, and I said the majority of people I talk to, and I ask them, what makes your company a great company to work for? I don't have many of people telling me that it's the environment they're working in because there is always something wrong. So you need to be aware of it and you need to be open to change and help. You need to be wise as well. That's help a lot. But you need to make sure, and those are the very key essential points of this essay, is acknowledgement. It is a big thing. Compensation. That's another big thing. Trust. It is a huge thing things. Those are key essential because if you do not trust your employee or you don't trust the people above you, it's not going to work. It's not a great place to work. Your acknowledgement is key essential. You need to recognize people for a good work. You cannot ignore people who are doing a good job. You should not. And unfortunately, it's happening to a lot of companies. They ignore their best employees. And that's sad because those employees will not stay. They will leave sooner or later. Compensation. Pay your employees. I can guarantee. Happy company, happy employees, vice versa. That's how it works. And again, if you're running a company, and I know it can be challenging, but you cannot treat your employee poorly. You need to provide the support they need to do their jobs. Because if you don't, you're not going anywhere. And those people will not stay. And you're not going to make the money you need to. You're going to pass huge sales because you cannot do the job. You don't have the capacity to do it. And if you're a cheap, scared person, it's even worse. I have seen companies that I worked in and I thought they should be $50 million company. They were like $9 million. And you ask yourself, say, something is wrong here. This company with what they're selling, their products, should be at minimum $50 million. And 20 years later, they barely made it nine. And you're like, okay, something is wrong. What's wrong with that picture? 
So word of the advice for all companies, owners, and CEO, you need to take care of your employee because your employee will take care of you. That's the basic line. And you need to be respectful to them as well because some, unfortunately, owners are not very respectful either of their employees and very dismissal, even for key people. It is up to you guys to decide how you you run your companies, but you need to keep in mind that you are the reflection of your companies and everything you do will trickle down words to your employees. You need to be cautious of how you treat everybody and how you want to be treated because the way you treat people will come back to you sooner or later and you don't want to treat people badly so you don't want to be badly treated. That's what should be. Thank you for listening today to my podcast. On our next podcast, we're going to talk about something that got brought up to me and I wrote a couple of blogs on that is the dress code at work. I know. So I'm going to say, well, I dress the way I want. Sure, you can. But you need to remember when you are in the office or representing your company on the road at a conference, you are a reflection of your company. You're the ambassador. So when people come into your offices or they see you at conferences, you are representing and you are the face of your company. That should be an interesting podcast. Thank you very much for listening today and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.